Welcome to the Gutsy Ladies Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Reynolds, and I'm a life coach on a mission to support midlife women to live their next chapters with ease, with clarity, and with confidence, to become a gutsy lady. A gutsy lady doesn't fade or shy away, and she doesn't use midlife as an excuse to live a life less fulfilled. She thinks, if not now, when? Until now, the story of midlife hasn't supported this vision for our lives, and it's time to talk about it. In this podcast, I share insights from my personal experience, as well as thoughts and lessons from thousands of hours of coaching. If you want to live your best life and are ready to do the work, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Well, welcome to another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. Thanks for choosing to listen. And particularly if you've chosen this episode, there is clearly a bit of a curiosity in you with regards to visualization. And first up, I'm going to say, I hope you realize visualization and using it as a technique to get what you want in life is not (laughs) woo-woo. It is not the realm for the hippies of possibly the Northern Rivers where I've moved to. It is um, one of the most, I think, underutilized tools for me mortals, but one of the superpowers that really high-performing elite athletes and business people have used for like forever, really, because what they appreciate is that what we see becomes our reality. And, And that is the essence of visualization. But the reason I'm talking to you um, about it today is what if you don't know what you want and that is what's keeping you stuck from moving into, you know, the gliding years of your midlife. And I often, you know, I was actually at a massage um, this week and my massage therapist, she was in her early 60s and she said to me, you know, I still really don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And um, that's quite common What I hear from a lot of midlife women when they sort of jump on for a discovery call is they will actually just say, I think half the problem is I really don't know what I want. And I will actually call bunkum or bullshit, whatever you want to hear, on it. And it's not because you don't know what you want. It's because in your conscious mind, you are struggling to know what you want but I will almost guarantee that deep down in your subconscious, which is an area of your mind, which is much, much larger of our conscious, sitting down in there are some deep desires that once you gave yourself the possibility of accessing them, and we can do that through visualization, by accessing them, you can actually get in touch with what you really want. And then we can use visualization to keep them in the front of your mind's eye. So that is what this whole episode is about. I'm going to share some really specific examples of where it's been very useful in my life and in my husband's life to actually um, use the tools of our visual mind. Um, And I'm also going to share um, basically three key things that when you start using visualization, you've got to make sure that you're Um, using these three areas within it so that it will be as effective as possible. And the reason I'm also sharing about this is I've just released my Real Goals mini course. And in it, I actually do, I take anyone who does the course through a really simple 
um, visualization where I get you to get in touch with your deep desires and help you to build what that picture is. So um, this quote from Jim Carrey, I do want to put this in because this quote is, I think, um, really measures what I'm talking about. What he said is visualization is everything. If you can't imagine something, you can't do it. Nothing happens in reality until it happens in your mind first. Just going to say that again. Nothing happens in reality until it happens in your mind first. And I'm the, the real challenge we've got here is two parts. If you aren't connecting with what your deepest desires are and you can't bring them to mind, nothing will happen. And also, if what you have got currently in your mind's eye is all about what you don't want because you've, you know, what we talked about before, you're not accessing what you do want, you say to me that you actually don't know what you want and our mind is a vacuum, so when you don't know what you want but you know what you don't want, it will be in front of your mind's eye. Well, guess what? Whatever is in the front of your mind's eye will become your reality. So it's two-pronged. If you're not getting what you want out of life, if you're feeling stuck and you're really not working out how to move forward, I would really encourage you to just take some time to do a simple visualization practice where you can actually get in and connect with the deepest desires that you have and then bring them to front of mind. And every day you do a simple visualization practice to keep them on front of mind. And then guess what happens? That becomes your reality. Is this the law of attraction? It's an element of it. I'm not calling it that because I think sadly it's been tarnished and I don't really know why. Um, but it is using your, using your visual faculty for what it is meant to be used for. And the reason there's one part of your um, biology, part of your brain called the reticular activating system. So this RAS, reticular, when I learned about this, so much made sense. Um, what's an example of it working is, um, say, for example, you made a decision that you were going to buy a certain type of car. You made the decision you wanted, you know, this beautiful BMW 5X and whatever. And then there's a gap between when you choose you want it to when you actually make the decision, like actually purchasing it. But it's quite interesting how often you then start to see those BMWs around the streets. Same as if you're, you know, in a position where you actually get pregnant. One of the biggest things that I would notice is that once I fell pregnant, I would notice pregnant women more regularly. So this RAS has got this mechanism, it's got numerous mechanisms. The one that is relevant to the visualization practice is I call it like your inner radar. And so it's got a sifting mechanism. Like if you consider how much um, we are bombarded in every single moment of our day. Our, we are being, you know, primed for attention 24-7. And so we do have this part of our brain which helps us to sift with what is important. But what most humans don't do is put into the RAS what is important. What do we want it to be looking for? 
So this is why things like vision boards or um, other visual tools that you'll plan around your home or your business are so valuable. And I'll give you this example from my husband. So it was about, so we're 2023 now. It would have been about 20, end of 2020. Um, I gifted to my beautiful Berry a framed photograph of um, the Cabarita headland. So Norrie's headland at Cabarita, New South Wales, which is now where we've moved to. And it was the most beautiful photo. I got him to go and choose it because I wanted it to really mean something to him. He's already said that this is the headland, that he would have his ashes scattered, and this is when we were still living in Toowoomba. But for him, it was a really special place because when we'd come on holidays down here, um, he would go and sit on the headland, and it's where he could really chill. He would often see whales in the winter, and just a really beautiful, meaningful spot for him. And also, in his mind, it was where we would retire. So back at that stage, it was very much about retirement and way in the distance, really. But this shows you how powerful the visual faculty is. I asked Barry, well, I I gifted it to him and he knew what I was coming with this was that once we'd made the decision, that's where we wanted to retire to. I wanted to have it as a constant reminder that any work we were doing toward our retirement planning or our investments, that that was an end goal, just one of them. So we actually put it up in his office at work. And this shows you how powerful this can be. So as I said, the intention there, that would have been, you know, probably six or seven, maybe eight years from when I gave him that that framed photo. Basically within two years, less than two years actually, because we enacted it in the two-year mark. So we, we chose in December of 2021, wow, so when I consider this, it was in a very short space of time, we chose to market our home in Toowoomba just with the pure economics of everything that was going on in the middle of the craziness of real estate in COVID. We felt it was a really good time for us to cash up out of that market, to come down to the Northern Rivers and Cabba and just start to get ourselves down in here and get into the, um, basically get into the market down here. And that shows you how it sped up because in that time frame, when we made that decision, his office also really wound down for him to be in an office. And so we brought that off the wall and brought it home. But the thing that blows me away is that headland is what he walks three to four times a week now. And it absolutely became our reality. And because we put it in a tangible form, not just with the visualization practices, a tangible form, it actually sped it up because the RAS for us, when we were making decisions about what were some good investment choices we could be making or you know, where we were going, it was front of mind that this was a desire. So I hope that gives you one example of what I'm talking about with bringing, you know, number one, if you don't know what you want, use visualization practice and use the one out of the Real Goals mini course so that you can actually get in touch with what your deepest desires are. And then number two, visually rehearse what it is that you now know you want every single day. It doesn't even need to take more than two minutes. Do it before you even hop out of bed. Do that visualization practice every single day because that will get it front of mind, not at the moment 
like what you've got at the moment going on, which may be what you don't want. And guess what's in your reality? A little bit of research to also confirm what I'm talking about. Um, there's, there's, there's a couple of really cool research projects in basketball sports field about visual rehearsing. This is the one I want to share with you. It was done back in the 1950s. So as I said, it's been going on forever. It's nothing new. Um, at the University of uh, Chicago, um, Dr. Biazato wanted to um, conduct a study of how effective visualisation could be in enhancing performance, specifically with basketball, and he chose the free throw. So basically standing away from the hoop and just lobbing into the hoop. So he chose three groups and split, split the basketballers into three groups. The first group was to do a one-hour-a-day practice of the free throw. So they were there with a basketball in their hand and lobbing it up and trying to get it into the hoop. Second group were not to get the basketball in the hand at all. They were just literally to do the rehearsal um, visualisation only. Didn't touch the ball, visualisation only. doesn't actually say whether it was an hour a day. So I think it's interesting. They didn't even say it had to be an hour a day, but every single day, instead of doing the physical practice, to do the mental practice. Third group were told to do nothing. And they were left to their own devices to do this for one month only. So I think this is really interesting. The third group who were told to do nothing, no improvements whatsoever. The second group, there was a 23% improvement in their percentage of free throw success. So increased by 23%. The first group who actually had the ball in their hand had a 24% improvement only one percent more and they had the physical in their hand so if you are doubting anything i'm saying about this visual faculty in your mind i promise you that piece of evidence is is exactly what we're talking about you don't even have to have you know people go yes but i want oh so in our case um we wanted to, you know, move and live by the sea and it was going to be part of, you know, our retirement strategy and, you know, you probably need the physical finances behind you to actually make that work. No. What what actually has happened is that we have looked at our finances with a different light and different, um, you know, more abundance mindset, so more um, possibilities of what it could be, and then we were able to move forward because we knew that that was what our target was. So as I said, be really, really careful. If you are confident that you don't know what you want, clean it up because what you will be working with is what you know you don't want and it will be in your mind's eye and that will be part of your reality. And it could be what's really doing you over. So as I said, I just want to leave you with three things that you have to consider when you are doing visualization. They can seem pretty straightforward, but you know, from my experience, if you don't bring these three in importantly, um, I think the the use um, of it can just get um, diluted. So number one, make sure when you do it, you are comfortable, you are not going to be um, uh, interrupted and you are in a relaxed state. So that means you're using your breath and you're able to get yourself um, to basically bring on your parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest. That means your nervous system is ready 
to put yourself in that position to open yourself up to be able to use this faculty well. So all those techniques of breathing, all the stuff I work with gutsy ladies with, all of that is really important to get you in the right state. So that's to access your desires as well as to, you know, when you're doing the visual rehearsal of it, it's also so that you do it in the right state as well. So number two, when you see it, and for some of you, your visual faculty may not be as sharp as you expect it to be, like a television or a movie, please just allow, that's why it's important to be in a relaxed state, please allow your mind to start to get sharper and sharper. But also, I want you to know that you can also see, feel. That means I want you to also feel what it feels like in your body and attach a positive emotion to what you're seeing. So it's multi-layered, getting yourself in state, getting yourself relaxed so that you can actually visualize what you want. And then as you get it sharper, I want you to layer it up with what it feels like in your body, where it feels in your body. You'll notice this in the visualization in the mini course and also attach positive emotions to it. You get clearer and clearer on what it is you're looking at in your mind's eye. And then the third thing, as with anything in life where you want good results, consistency. Setting up a habit where you actually use visualization every single day consistently. It's not about the length of time that you're doing it. Mind you, having a practice you know, might tie it in with your meditation practice. Um, Joe Dispenza is amazing also at some of his tools and te- techniques around this. Um, having quite a solid practice about it's great, but if you're not doing anything now and you just want to start bringing it in, as I said, a perfect trigger is as you wake up in the morning, you're sort of getting yourself ready to get out of bed, do the mental rehearsal, you know, stimulate your RAS so that all through the day you've got that on your sifting radar and you're reminding yourself what it is you want in life. As I said, you may be thinking, God, do you really have to do that? I, look, I haven't done too badly. That's fine. This is for people who know that they want to have more, be more, or do more than they're currently. And for some reason, they're holding themselves back. And visualization is a beautiful tool to add to your toolkit and use every single day. Think about those basketballers. They only did it for a month. And start to notice what the difference is curious to hear how it goes for you let me know thanks for listening to another episode of the gutsy ladies podcast do you think you've actually got a fear or a confusion around the whole concept of retirement you may actually have a bit of retirement denial well i'd love you to download my free guide to how to remove retirement denial click on the link in the show notes in your podcast app If you haven't already, I'd love you to subscribe and send this episode to a friend who may just need a little reminder that she's a gutsy lady too. See you next week.